Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up? What is up? It's your boy, your man, whatever you want to call me. But you can call me Jackies. I'm here. It's a new month. It's February. And it is time for a new Earwolf Presents drop. And we're about to get a little gross, y'all. That's right. All month long, we are serving you up new episodes of a brand new series called We're Gross with Gilly Nassim and Jake Jabour. Now, if you don't know, We're Gross is a late night style talk show that's been going on for years live here in L.A. But it's about to come to your airwaves all over the world. But don't you worry. You won't be hearing too much about current events. Nah, nah, nah. This show is more about feelings than what's in the news. Because you see, Jake and Gilly are on a mission to connect over the shameful and pathetic things that we all carry around but hardly ever talk about. And they're going to bear their scars and celebrate just how silly it is to be alive through embarrassing confessions, stories, and games with hilarious guests like Lelon Bowden, Rax King, the amazing Nicole Byer, and the most famous guest of them all, the gift to us all, Jake Jabor's dad. Over the next four weeks, they are going to find the comedy and topics like sexiness versus ugliness, hmm. relationships and friendships, hmm. Death and success. Who? You better be ready to dive in, y'all, because it's time to check out the first episode of We're Gross. And when you listen, don't be afraid to celebrate your shame, because as Jake and Gilly like to say, you're gross, and that's okay. Check it out, y'all. Welcome to We're Gross, We Show Whole. I'm your host, Gilly. And I'm your host, Jake. This is a part late night talk show, part plunging into the squishy feelings of being alive type of show. We're gross. And that's okay. Hi, I'm Jake Jabor. I founded an improv school in L.A. called We Improv, wrote two books, and perform at UCB. Hi, I'm Gilly Nisim. I'm a performer at the UCB Theater, and I've written for TV shows like the other two on Max. And Jake and I met at UCB in L.A. We became very close doing a live talk show called We're Gross, where we explore our feelings about how funny and gross it is to be alive. For eight years. We've shown our literal and figurative assholes on stage to live audiences, and now we want to show our spiritual assholes to you, the listener. (laughs) 
it's really mean to make Jake read something that I wrote and <laughs> I didn't notice that I gave you the assholes line. <laughs> this show is part talk show, part behind the scenes on how two buddies turn their feelings and their friendship into comedy gold, baby. That's it. That's it. This is We're Gross. We show whole. Whole. <laughs> I, I caught it at the end. This is our first time doing the show as a podcast, and I'm like yeah. a little bit nervous in a weird Are way. Are you? Yeah. There's not a crowd full of people here to look at my uh, naked body, and that's when I feel the most naked, actually. Yeah. Emotionally. You feel more naked now. I feel more naked now, fully clothed, with no one here, than I do when I'm naked with, I was going to say 100 people, but... 45. Hey, sometimes we get 100. 45 to 100 people. Sometimes we get 100. Sometimes we get 100. We've gotten lots of hundreds. There's been, yeah, some notable (laughs) people in those hundreds sometimes. That's right. Some famous people have seen our naked bodies. Yeah. And um, (laughs) if you want to imagine the hosts of this show, Jake and Gilly Naked, only the hosts, you're welcome to. Yeah. In fact, we prefer it. <laughs> we prefer it. It would help a lot. It'll make me feel more comfortable. Yeah. How you doing, Jake? This is the part of the show where Jake and I just check in with each other. Mm-hmm. I'm doing pretty good. I was really excited to do this this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to call it out myself. I'm wearing a one-piece pajama with mm-hmm. a bunch of cats on it. One-piece um, sounds like it might be a bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I do that next time? Yes, please. <laughs> just a one-piece? Uh <laughs> I guess all my bathing suits are one pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky Um, for you. But this is a full head to toe cat pajamas. It's an incredible look. It is Christmas cats as Mm -hmm. though it needed any more reason to be delightful. Yeah. And I got it for Christmas and I was like, I'm going to wear this because we're doing this as a podcast. It's an auditory medium. And then I was like, I could have done this if we did a live show. But for whatever reason, I felt more free to wear cat pajamas on the audio podcast than I would have to do it live. I feel like live, I owed it to be dressed up because then I would get naked. Like you, I had Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah, totally. Getting dressed this morning, as I do most mornings, felt gleefully rebellious in choosing to look like shit. Um, because when you look like shit and you don't try, then you're just like cool for not trying. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I don't, that's not the thought that crosses my head every morning, but I am known at work for being the person who wears full pajamas. Oh. Yeah. If you spend $40 on a sweatsuit, then you're allowed to wear them in public. Okay. Um, any less is pajamas. That's the line I've drawn in the sand. And how long at work were you there before you started Day two. Day one is day one is jeans. (laughs) You establish yourself in um, structured pants. Uh And then day two through X is it's soft, baby. And did you feel you had to do anything? I guess my feeling would be like, if I do a good job at work, I can dress this way. Mm -mm. Okay. No, it wasn't like a carrot that I dangled for myself. Oh, well, let's just say this. I did a good job on day one. Great. You know, I'm going to do a good job. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, part of me is like, you know, this is like really good for the other young women here. This is like really good. I'm actually like me wearing an elastic waistband is actually me being a role model. (laughs) And the young men. Everybody. (laughs) Uh, I sometimes find myself, I guess, role playing when I... Because I'll teach improv. So sometimes I'll wear like a, a cardigan 
or uh, Dead Poets Society. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I and that feels crazy to say out loud, but sometimes I'm like, this is the costume or the uniform for our teacher. What I'm actually thinking of is anytime I've seen a writer on those. HBO behind the scenes things, <laughs> they're always in a leather jacket. And that's what clothes are, and you're using them correctly. You know, you you said costume. That's the exact right word. Like, yeah. so if I'm tired, I'll wear a brighter color to, like, trick myself into... So is dressing in the costume of a writer, does that make you, I'm going to make a transition here, feel sexy? Oh, that is a great transition. <laughs> huh. I don't know if sexy is the right word. Attractive. Uh, uh, or like a appealing. subset of sexy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that is what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. If I go to a coffee shop to write, which I don't do very much anymore, um, but when I did, it was like I would pick something to wear that felt like, ugh, I hate <laughs> sharing this. Uh, <laughs> that I'm like, this makes me look like a writer. Yeah. But that's the truth. My laptop and me being bent over it, clicking words into it are not enough. Yeah, in the <laughs> middle of the day. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, this actually came up too. This may be a little sexy, but I've been going to Home Depot. To... <laughs> Is that sexy? Extremely. No, extremely sexy. And I'm so self-conscious about going into Home Depot uh, and I feel better if I go there after I've been working a little bit and my hat is sweaty and my shirt is sweaty. Uh-huh. But I know that my hands are soft. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, everybody in this Home Depot is like, this writer is like building himself a porch or something. Like nobody thinks I belong there. Because famously at Home Depot, they check your hands at the door and there's a calloused entrance and a Jurgens entrance. <laughs> I am positive people who would go there regularly and do lots of manual labor with their hands see me like <laughs> using my soft, dainty finger to pick It's not just your hands, up. my dude. You think it's that detail that gives you away? It's the whole thing. They know when you're walking across a parking lot. If your hands were in your pockets, they would know. <laughs> but I understand the symbolism. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't even go to Home Depot and feel sexy. I actually, weirdly, as someone who... I don't want to be, I want to be, hmm, being hit on is an interesting thing because it's, I understand how dangerous it is for the person on the other side of like, I'm either hitting on this person or I'm bugging them. And I don't know until I try. (laughs) And I do, I do want to be hit on. And I, you know what? I want to be bugged too. That's just me. And Home Depot is the perfect place to go and be bugged. Um, Really? Yes. In the, you know, I I want all types of people to be hitting on me, but it is the place to go to be hit on by old men where you're like, well, you know, he saw through the elastic waistband and still like shot his shot. Yeah. And the other day, I've been going to Home Depot a lot too. I've been trying to like watch the YouTube video, do the thing and not just try to get someone to do it for me, which is pretty much how I was raised is just like dad'll do it. Yeah. The tiniest projects I'm talking about here. I'm not building a porch. I'm talking about uh, getting blinds. Oh, okay. <laughs> getting my room dark. Yeah. It was like a gargantuan task for me. And I was just walking around and I needed to ask a question and I, you know, they're wearing the smocks. It's not like Target. If someone's just wearing a red shirt, you might get it wrong. Like, it's very clear who works there and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I said, excuse me, sir. And he turned around and was like, sir, no one's called me sir in a long time. And I just felt like he opened the door for me to be like, okay, um, excuse me, piece of shit. I just like made a decision looking at him like he'd think it was funny. You said that? Yes. But I said it. Yeah. Wait, 
don't look at it. This is, I, he's, he started a banter. So I, he tossed me a ball and I hit it back. And he was absolutely gobsmacked. He thought it was funny. He laughed. It was really satisfying to make a a guy who worked at Home Depot laugh, who he he thought he was engaging in like, I don't really know what that's kind of like hitting on bugging Mm. or just friendliness. Like, I guess I'm sounding cocky saying he was hitting on me like. He was just talking to me. Yeah. I feel like people think it's going to be, it's just something you do at someone. Mm-hmm. But I was like, get ready. Get ready, fool. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I even said it even like, oh, sorry, um, excuse me, piece of shit. You know, I like okay. bobbled my head around so he yeah. knew I was you, you can deliver. A, a non-serious person. Yeah. And he was so completely gobsmacked and laughed so hard. And then I was like, do you prefer sir? <laughs> And at this point, are you considering yourself flirting? Mm, I don't want to be ageist, but like it was it was never going to be. <laughs> it was never going to be. Uh, it was never going to happen. <laughs> OK, but I'm flirting in that way of like I'm engaging with you longer than the transaction mm-hmm. required. And then at one point, I think I asked his name and he said his name. And I was like, "Okay, that's the thing I'll call you. That's good. Yeah. And then when I walked away, he was like repeating our conversation back to himself and just like shaking his head, like slapping his knee. And I felt good. Did you feel sexy? That makes me feel sexy. Yes. Another like umbrella term, because we'll try to define the word sexy throughout this episode. Because that's the theme of the the episode. episode. Sexy and ugly. Oh, and ugly. Yeah. But that's how I sort of go home and feel, you know, I'm not the first to say like confidence is sexy. That's how I go home and feel like I exist and I take up space and I, I'm not invisible. Yeah. That is, it feels far away from sexy, but that's as close as I get. That is fascinating to me. <laughs> I have the exact opposite. What? Like I, if I don't take up space, if I feel like I didn't impose and I feel like if I can sort of like come in and maneuver about and then leave without being like, look at me, I need a, a like. Interesting. I'm the star of the show. Like I did my duty. That's so funny. You're taking a hit. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're like men, you're at the buffet where it's like, wow, there's very little cheese left. The men took all the cheese. I, I won't eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, modern day chivalry of like not my jacket over the mud, but lying down on the mud. You and are then, lying on and the then mud, being like, and nobody goes. What a nice guy. They just go. Today was less of a hassle. This is fascinating. <laughs> Should we stop down and try to write some jokes about this? Yeah. So the way we're doing this is, uh, Jake and I get together and we talk about our lives and then we try to weave it into comedy gold, as mm-hmm. I said. Uh, and now we're going to turn our little chit chat into some jokes. Yeah, some monologue jokes. See you in a sec. Okay. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so uh, we just stopped for 10 minutes or so, roughly. Mm -hmm. Was it actually an hour and I blacked out? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Roughly 10 minutes. Uh And uh, Jake and I wrote jokes to spin the conversation we just had uh, the way we would uh, at a talk show. Yeah. All right, I'm getting into talk show mode. Great. Let's take it away. I wear sweatpants to work. They say dress for the job you want. I say job for the dress you want. (laughs) (laughs) They say chivalry is dead. I say, if you're a man, the best way to be chivalrous is to play dead so no one worries about you being a problem. (laughs) My single guy friend Jake wears a jumpsuit onesie covered in pictures of cats. You know, since he's single, it's nice to see him drowning in pussies these days. (laughs) Didn't mean for it to become a roast, but it did. Uh, You guys remember my friend Jake. Uh, He gets nervous going to Home Depot because he's worried they'll find out he has soft hands. That's like Carrot Top worrying that people will know he has red hair. Dude, they know. Jake's hands are so soft. When he masturbates, he doesn't fap. He... Is there another one? Nope. Okay. Well, I think we may have cracked how to do this moving forward. I promise. We'll just check in and then roast each other. Each other. (laughs) I think we nailed it. Yeah. Wow. What a thrill. (laughs) I am sweating. You did great delivery. I'm really sweating. We're really excited for this next segment of the show because we get to introduce our fabulous guest. Yay. You know her. From the UCB Theater, if you're lucky enough to be in L.A. to see her do shows, you also know her. She's played a mom on TV on Disney's Andy Mac, and now she is a mom in real life. Please welcome the incredibly delightful, you're not even going to be able to handle it, Lelon Bowden! Hello! Hello! Lelon, you've been sitting here this whole time. Having a blast. (laughs) Thank you. A true blast. I thought of one really lame one. Yes! It was kind of... Please. uh, Jake Roast, sorry. Please. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? No one of importance. <laughs> no one of importance who? Sexy. <laughs> yeah! That's really good. <laughs> I, uh, I think the only thing that made it a roast about me was that you prefaced by saying, this is a roast about you. And then the guy at the door was no one of importance. No, it's, it's you and you you not taking up space. Oh, I'm, am I explaining the joke? It came from you. But you're right. It could have really existed just on its own with the content you provided, not having to assign it to you. But no, that, it's not a roast because the person found it really sexy. Yes. It's working for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's how I roast, by the way. Yeah. They're just compliments. Oh, this great. Also a really good dating technique. 
I think Leland is insinuating that we should go door to door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's out there. I know. used to be a Girl Scout. And I got a lot of strangers to buy my cookies. Now maybe I'll get a lot of strangers to buy my cookies. <laughs> you know, you miss 100% of the doors that you, you don't, don't, don't knock. knock on. Yeah. Yeah. Leland, we're so excited that you're here. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. I truly am. What a treat. Oh, thank you for uh, so being the, here. Our episode theme is sexy, ugly. What is some of the things that make you think when you hear sexy, ugly? What are what are times where you feel sexy or times that you feel ugly? I mean, as you mentioned, I just went through pregnancy and birth and now mom. And so my my image of myself has like been really like, whoa, 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 like just um, swinging hard on a mm-hmm. pendulum where, you know, hard to feel very sexy. Not that you even want to like on days where I'm just like wearing Gilly, you said earlier, you know, soft sweatsuits. Once I discovered the the $40 sweatsuit, uh-huh. I was like, oh, my goodness, what a life hack. I can wear the same clothes to bed as out and then to bed again mm-hmm. and then out oh, again. Yeah. yeah. I Like, so during pregnancy and then, like, definitely the first months of um, having a child, I was just in the same monochromatic color for, like, a week. And, you know, when you're covered in, like, crusty breast milk, it, like, it's just, it's it's not a thing. But then there's, like, a internal sexiness that comes from mm-hmm. just, like, I created life. I am strong. Sorry, just to jump back to the crusty breast milk. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, on your boob. I am, I'm <laughs> leaking all the time. Like, now? I'm just... Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so strange, especially because I've my whole life been a very small chested girl and in my adult life have like realized, oh, that's a real advantage. You know, I just can move about. I don't have to wear a bra if I Mm -hmm. don't want to. Um, I have a bra in my earthquake bag. (laughs) It's actually I've I've literally thought about this. I could run no pants, no undies. I don't know that I could survive. I think I would be cut down by the, you know, water war army if I had to use one hand to hold my breasts. This is huge. You know, and like as someone who hasn't had to deal with that, like came as a shock when like my boobs filled with milk. You know, I'm like, oh, I have to wear. So like I'm now wearing a bra. I'm wearing a bra 24 seven, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's really (laughs) I understand my small boob privilege, you know, of just like, oh, this is many women's reality. But those days are behind you. I mean, until I stop breastfeeding, I guess. I I imagine they'll shrink back down. Do you feel like people are looking at you different? And then do you go, this is my son's lunch. Um, (laughs) Don't you dare look at my son's lunch. I don't think that people are looking at me any different in like a cool way. Okay, (laughs) And uh, I'm proud of my son's lunch. I'm yeah, proud, I'm fuck proud of, yeah. I'm proud of his breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I grew it. I feed it. I put it in bottles. And like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like a vessel of miracles. And I also feel like crusty breast milk. Yeah. I feel both. Wow. The spectrum is unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. We would love to play a game with you to continue to discuss the sexy, ugly theme. Mm-hmm. We called this game Home is where? The fart is. <laughs> 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 but it doesn't actually have anything to do with what the game is other than the fart pun. Yeah. Um, that's right, Lilan. We recorded some sounds. <laughs> and, you know, how did we decide to tie farts in with sexiness? Just sort of our bodies do it. Yeah. 
can people accept us? Mm -hmm. Mm. Did we shoehorn farts in? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I find being in a relationship and passing that point where the person feels comfortable farting around me Mm -hmm. to be under the umbrella of sexy. Mm -hmm. Of like, there is like a... It's like a grounded sexy? yeah, Yeah. Of like, I like... When nobody is trying, there's something very sexy to me about the idea that we're not sitting on the couch watching Mayor of Easttown holding our farts in. (laughs) Boy, me too. And that, I think... That's not how everyone feels, which always blows me away. I mean, it's a good litmus test, right? Of just like, are we going to get along? Yeah. Just like sweatpants on day two, rip a fart on day three, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I I agree completely. And one of the most romantic things that's ever happened to me is I was in a long-term relationship and tricked the guy to, I, I think I, I'm trying to remember how it went. I think at first I asked if I could fart in his face. Uh, so, so, so many things have happened to get to that point. This mm-hmm. is years, years mm-hmm. in and, you know, yeah. I, I do try to be respectful of other people. And he agreed, I think. And then I was like, wait, go back. I'm not going to fart. And then I farted a second time. And then we were both laughing so hard and I somehow tricked him it was like a very bugs bunny situation that i i farted in his face a third time wow so we're already you know we're on a bed there's it's it's obviously like so intimate and i think that's maybe the most romantic thing and also he like had to know that i was gonna fart again you know it's like the old like yeah. rule of threes. My, yeah it's yeah. truly yeah. rule of threes it would have been wrong of me to not but yeah. it's sort of i guess like the object permanence of like how far can i push and you're you'll still stay <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Leland? Is this the game? No, we haven't even gotten to the game. The game is coming. Yeah. Now we're just setting up farts. Um, from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of my fart, mm-hmm. um, I, I understand the feeling. I just wouldn't describe it as sexy. There's, it, it, like, It's just more of like a relief, you know? It's yeah. just especially... Literally a relief uh, of gas. A literal relief, you know, where it's just because there isn't anything sexy about holding in farts like while watching the hour of Mayor of Easttown, mm-hmm. you know, like that's that's <laughs> so. Un- but like I, I it's not like, you know, I'm in a comfortable relationship and then the other person farts around me. I'm like, mm, sexy, you know, like <laughs> that's totally fair. That's um, totally it's just fair. Kinda yeah. like nice. It's just like nice, you know, but but I also understand like I'm very comfortable with farts. Um, I would say that my husband is not. Um, and so like we just kind of an understood language where like if one of us does, we just look toward the dog. <laughs> and we go, oh, Penny. Oh. And, and then and then we move on. We just that, move on. <laughs> in its own way is so sweet though, of yeah. like meeting yeah. in a middle ground. Like a compromise. Yeah. And isn't that what marriage is all about? I've heard. (laughs) Blaming all your problems on the dog. Mm -hmm. That is, but that like made my heart horny. (laughs) Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Have you, Mayor of Easttown seemed like a really sort of like perfect uh, specific. (laughs) Did you experience sitting on a couch? Like, were you watching that with a a significant Um, other? Mayor of Easttown just popped into my head because I think it was on the display screen of Max recently. Like, I think (laughs) they're pushing it. But I do feel like I love watching Sunday night programming with somebody on the couch. That's like my most relaxed. And I think really trying to capitalize on that. And what I'm finding in this topic is that like a lot of what I find sexy is comfort. 
of like, I understand the effort and the work that we put into like, look sexy and dress up and that effort. And I'm sort of finding an area where it's like, oh, and I guess there has to be the contrast of like seeing somebody in that setting and then also being like, I'm my most comfortable around you, which means like, this is my favorite time of day. And I don't have to like, wait until you leave. That's really nice. Yeah. Mm. And I, I'm not even disappointed anymore that like seeing Kate Winslet doesn't make your butt twitch a little bit. <laughs> That's really nice. I mean, my my thing with like being a little gross or like dressing not nice, I, I mean, I to therapize myself for sure, it's coming from like an insecurity of, you know, had really hot friends growing up that were, you know, constantly like people are banging down their doors and it's like, I do think I'm very hot, but no door banging down, no knock, knock. I used to like imagine as a kid of like, it's like my best friend is a, if you're at a grocery store and everybody's in line behind one checkout stand, like every boy in our school has a crush on this one person that is so impractical. She can only get through so many customers (laughs) and there's other checkout stands that are open and I am, my light is on. I am open. Like as though you can like be practical about who you have a crush on, which is really dumb. But I think it probably comes from like, if you're still cool with me, like looking gross, you've seen past something mm-hmm. and it's like, that's nice. Like yeah. I didn't, I, I'm, I, if I do the effort and no one comes, that would be so sad. But if someone is like cool enough to see of like, it's cool that yeah. you're yeah, wearing yeah. baggy underwear. And yeah, I understand like the, the tests of that too, you know, yeah. like of just like, you know, that security is so satisfying, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So speaking of, satisfying. Let's get into the game. So we have some sounds for you to listen to. Jake and I recorded farts over our last week. Mm -hmm. So these are fresh. From your bodies or just farts? Oh, oh, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. No, that was a fair question. From the source. These are organic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Free range. These are not AI. No, no. Um, (laughs) We would never in a thousand years. Um, So we're going to play you a sound. All right. And the game is to guess whose fart it is. We'll tell you at the end. Okay. And we want to know if there's anything we can do to make these farts sound sexy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Great. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Let's hear the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. I wasn't ready. I said I was ready. (laughs) Wow. Oh. What a fart. Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay. I'm going to sign it to Jake. Okay. Um, Can we hear that fart again? (laughs) (laughs) That same one. I just want to hear what you think about it. I just... um, It's long. It's really long. I honestly... I don't have a lot of experience in this department um, of... Who does? (laughs) (laughs) But I just feel like that was... It was so long and I... um, I think maybe it's just like a gender bias thing where it's just like I believe that like men's butts are capable of like more trumpetier sounds. Interesting. But I could be I, I'm willing to be proven wrong. I think we might tear some walls down today for you. Leo. Oh, my yeah. gosh. OK, here is, we go. Is there anything yes. you thought about that far other than it was male? Did it feel like it was good at math? It did seem 
um, jolly. Okay. <laughs> to me, I I, I would not I would quite attribute, sexy, but jolly. Is yeah, I would bad. attribute that fart to a jolly person. Okay, that's pretty yes. cool. Okay, and if one sounds ugly, we're open we want to hear it. it. Yeah. Okay, great. I trust. Okay, here's a fact about that fart. The farter had such passionate sex in college that they tore the skin on their genitals, causing them to lose a massive amount of blood. Does that um, still jolly? Do you feel closer to the fart? Like you could open up Gosh, to the fart? Really, I think my brain has short-circuited. Like, <laughs> like, it's like telling me to look at a picture of like an orange and Thomas Jefferson and being like, okay, what colors come to mind? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just like. That is a really good description of what we yeah. have asked you to do. Try to connect sexy and farts. But <laughs> with with this now <laughs> gruesome detail about genitals and blood, um, uh, I would say I have compassion. Okay. I have compassion wow, amazing. Okay. Jolly and compassionate. Jolly and compassionate. Let's hear the second fart, please. All right. <laughs> that was like um, traipsing down the hill. Like a, that was like a vocal warm up. Oh my gosh! Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign that one to Gilly. Okay. Why do you think so? I, I can't. I, I wonder if it's a, like you know I. I I'm about to have my expectations exploded, I think, you know, but I, I, there's something about this. It's similar to farts that I can make. And I, I wonder if I am like, yeah, like just thinking about it in a gendered perspective where it's just like, okay, that's like a girl's fart. That was so kind of you to let us have a little hint into your farting history. <laughs> I I knew I was going to be on the podcast. We're yeah. gross. Yeah. And I want to come as I am. You came to fight. <laughs> um, what were some other things you could, words, maybe adjectives to describe? Um, I would say airy. Mm. Airy, like just yeah. Just kind of like, okay, you know, um, not grounded, but not in a bad way. Great. Buoyant. Buoyant. Um, would you find that fart sexy if you knew that this farter made a romantic dinner of street tacos with a partner and both failed to thoroughly wash their hands afterwards, getting jalapeno juice on their genitals and having to stop mid-coitus due to intense, tear-inducing pain. Why does this keep happening to my friends? <laughs> um, no, no, just astonishment that I heard the story in high school. I've really? I've in college. I've heard wow. like, this is what happens to people. <laughs> you have to wash your hands after handling those jalapenos. And does that make you feel like you could be attracted to this fart? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Far away. There's a protective instinct yeah. that's like... Ooh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, let's hear the next fart. All right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Nothing prepares me. Oh, my gosh. They're so diverse. Look at this little perky little... <laughs> yeah. That was perky. Check me out. Yes. So you think that fart was cute, I think, a little bit. Yes. There, there's definitely, this fart was definitely cute. Okay. Okay. We're getting there. Sexy? No. No. Mm. Cute. Cute. Yes. Okay. What if you knew that <laughs> this farter once farted during sex, got confused, and had to ask their partner, what was that sound? <laughs> oh, um, Yeah. Yeah, definitely sexier. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa! Because it's humorous, and I find humor sexy. 
Yeah. That's so funny. And yeah. that would like that that would relax me. That would it would make me laugh so much. It would make me more comfortable. I would oh, I would crack up right on the spot. Wow. Yes. Who do you think farted that fart? Oh gosh. Okay. I'm learning that I really can't tell by sound. Um the detail who who would be least likely to know that they were the person that farted? Maybe Gilly. Mm. So I'm gonna say Gilly. Okay, we've got one more fart okay. for you. And our listeners at home, I hope you've been playing along. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little bit of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, that's what. Okay, I think that had to have been Gilly, like <laughs> right. That, I feel like that was because a giveaway. She seems like the multitasker of the two of us. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Mayor of East Town. <laughs> that's that's how you know it's Jake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> I guess I'll just say that <laughs> this fact. <laughs> I don't know if it was me or not, but I do know that this farter lost their virginity to a partner whose head was visibly too small for their body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, definitely Gilly. Okay. Because I feel like just... Guys just do not notice that thing about girls. Like, uh -huh. no, I've never talked to a hetero guy friend who has been like, oh, so hot. Head too small for the body. You're <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. think we can give that one away. That, because as I was reading that fact, I was like, have I? Have I <laughs> no, I, was like, I don't know if no anybody. Way. I know but it is something that I do feel like a woman who is attracted to men would notice. Like being like, hmm. I think this is an interesting thing in sexy, ugly discussion. Because when you're like, let's just say like a kid where you're just sort of like you ha you're anticipating dating, but you haven't quite yet. And things are a little more black and white. If I told you that a man's head was several sizes too small for his body, you think like that's a freak. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Se like several. Like he went to the head store and he needed an L and he got an XS. Oh, oh. <laughs> he needs to go back. Uh, made worse, I should say, by the fact that um, he worked out. And that makes your body bigger and you yes. can't really like do crunches on your head. Yeah. There's and, no way to change it. Yeah. And and he would, um, for the record, talk about this. He would say like, yeah, I got to kind of calm down on working out because like my head's get looking a little small. Oh, gosh. What? Um, when we were graduating college, this man told everyone what he was going to do, you know, post-college is he's an athlete trainer. He trains athletes. And I think that's the funniest thing in the world is to say a sentence and then to explain it to say the sentence backwards. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my goodness. I want to come clean right here. What? Okay. Yes. Um, another reason why I uh, put out that logic is because I am a woman whose head is too small for her body, <gasps> but I've done very well for myself. And I kind of know this and it's because I wear like a like youth medium and helmet size. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to protest, but I don't know. <laughs> like um, Helmet size. I, you it, don't have a head. I would, you know, I've been looking at you this whole time. Thank mm -hmm. you. I, I feel like this I kind of, I've got reveal. like a wispy body. I know. But I will say in seventh grade, the person next to me in PE class called me small head. Oh, Small head. That was his like nickname for me because my head was noticeably small. Oh my God. I mean, 
Oh. I, I just checked with myself to see if I feel bad about how much I went on about small heads, but I don't. No, no, okay. it's fine. We exist. They exist amongst us. I am one. And you I are an a- example of like objectively attractive. Thank you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is good. It's yes. good for us to remember. Keep your mind open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Lilan, you got all but one correct. Oh, my goodness. I, uh, Incredible. Incredible. Those farts were Jake, Jake. <laughs> and then Gilly, Gilly. Wow. And you only what? said it wrong once. Yes, and I, g- I gave one of Jake's farts to Gilly. Correct. Okay. And you said, because it sounded feminine, and you said I might be gendering this a little bit. Mm. And in college, I was at a bar, <gasps> and I farted at the bar. And I two women next to me, I heard one go, ugh. And then the other one went, that is such a girl fart. <gasps> what? And it was me. <laughs> And I, I like wrote a like a essay on it on my Tumblr. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! About what it felt like to have somebody say that you had a oh a girl's my fart. god! And it just fart. happened again. It just twenty years later. <laughs> I'm still producing girl farts. But do you feel a little differently now? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay, I that's, feel like that's growth. Good. Like, there's not really a lot of, um, you know. Uh, uh, building out of the infrastructure of what that means, I think we're so much on the cutting edge that I feel like that would be a compliment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like, because, no, like, that was a guy fart. That's never been a compliment. No. You know? And here's what we need to just, you know, open up about the process, because this is part behind the scenes. My real farts can't be recorded because I would ruin my phone. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> what are we, we can't be sticking our phones into the toilet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. where the that's, that's where the magic. That, that's, that's prime time. That's that's prime time. The big harvest. The big harvest. The season. That's game night. <laughs> so I think our farts genders would just sort of not be applicable. The farts mm-hmm. that I was able to capture. You know, we're both busy people. The farts that I was able to capture were like <laughs> while watching drag. Race. While watching drag race, which I do watch with. My roommate. So <laughs> it was not just RuPaul in the room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, we got her. Oh, like she's crying. I'm, I'm weeping. She's weeping, and it's not from the stench of a girl fart. <laughs> we got her, Jake. Let's see if we can make all our guests cry. Oh, um, were those your best farts? No, I didn't get my best ones. But my best ones are not when I'm on the toilet. Really, I realized that because I was going to record one. I was like. Oh, and then I went to the bathroom and I was like, you know what? I haven't had a loud bathroom experience in a minute. Interesting. My One of my good friends, uh, Stefan P. Tom, I have to credit. I'm <laughs> sure he's thrilled. <laughs> he, Little initial and everything. Stephen, his name also sounds like a scholar. So I'll say Stefan P. Tom once said, a toilet is a megaphone for farts. Yeah. So not only am I like really just dumping I'm like in the Greek theater for farts, you know? It's like the best. You're screaming mm-hmm. into yeah. a megaphone. Yeah, it's like singing in the shower. Like, it's never going to be bigger and better. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was home was where the fart is. That's right. <sighs> we got you to say one fart was sexy. Yeah. Yes. But I appreciate. But I needed context. You needed mm-hmm. context. And isn't that so life is. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like uh, dogs. <laughs> you ever seen an ugly dog? Jake, you ever seen an ugly dog? I have. Dog? I know that's going to upset you. No, that I I agree. I'm look, That was okay. the answer I was looking for. Shockingly, Leland. You seen an ugly dog? No, they're all cute. They're all <laughs> okay. cute little cuddlies. I've seen some ugly dogs, and then you spend an afternoon with them, and you see, oh, they're spunky. They're mm. plucky. Mm. They got a funny thing going on. And then you literally can't see that you used to think they were ugly. Mm. And I feel like we need to do that <laughs> with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Change your mind. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm a lady who hasn't showered wearing elastic pants. <laughs> But, but I can either of us. I'm trying to like sum it all up in a way that just isn't. I, I think you're doing a pretty good job. It sounds yeah, like great. what we're we're circling around is that sexy is not purely an aesthetic. I, I think yes. so. Right? Yes, it's it can be very deep. And speaking of that, what's everyone's deal with ugly? Because mm. I think my conclusion is it doesn't exist. <gasps> I know that's annoying, but. I don't think it exists. Really? Yeah. That's beautiful. I think it can exist on first glance. I guess I should say I'm I'm specifically talking about the aesthetic ugly because there are ugly ugly people. uh, There are certainly ugly people and things and ugly personalities. But the outside version of ugly is an illusion. Mm. Wow. I think if you get enough context, no one is ugly. I love that. I do wonder, though... Mm, we're talking about just people here. That's a good if, if yeah, sure. Question. Okay. If, if mm. that if if for the point you're going to make yeah. needs that, then yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think then then I would have to agree. You know, like I just yeah, especially now that I feel like ideas are entertained, uh, being entertained and and given to us in a way that like weren't available in like my growing up where it's like these are the people who you think are pretty these are the people who you think are ugly mm-hmm. now it's looser than ever for me and uh the fabric of like what has held together like society is telling me to think you know mm-hmm. it's like that's now loose and stuff I'm like oh there really isn't ugly there yeah. really isn't ugly but i mean also now that i say that there's some people like you'd show me a, a headshot and be like, would you like to go out on this date with this person? I'd, I might say no. Right. Mm-hmm. If right that's away. all you know. Right away. If that's all you know and you have to make a decision. But I, I do want, is that, okay, so here, here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all are both single right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not to out you on <laughs> first episode of this podcast. It's but. a secret. <laughs> I'm supposed um, to somehow meet and fall in love, but never admit to being single. <laughs> uh, okay. Are you saying that there is no headshot that you wouldn't just be like, no matter how nice or awesome they are, I just don't think it would work out. You're right. I'm on dating apps. Hmm. 
That's all you yeah, get. That's, that, yeah, that's that's what you have to make decisions. And that on. is why I like to not do that. Mm-hmm. I have done some speed dating events mm-hmm. um, and I will do more. I can't really say that they have worked for me yet. But in the interest of like getting out there, meeting people, I can connect so much better. I can get horny in genital and heart off of three minutes of live chit chat. Mm hmm. And trying to, like, guess what a picture is going to be like to hang out with oh, yeah. is is no good. Like, th- I'm not saying anything surprising of, like, the dating apps are bad, but. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I agree. You could show me a picture that I would say no to. And to take it a step further, be offended by. <laughs> <laughs> That's honest. That's a real risk. You know, I'm I'm a dirty, dirty, dirty girl wearing sweatpants. <laughs> I'm wearing dumpy, dumpy underwear. Yeah. And yet, if you show me a picture that I deem sort of like no good, it's like, how dare you? Yeah. I think the thing is like, it's maybe ugly is not the right word. And it gets misused to be like, people aren't ugly. But it's like, I'm not going around going, everybody's attractive. Like, I don't. (laughs) That's just not. And like, when you were asking about it and the headshot thing, I was like, if you showed me. I feel very comfortable saying that Mitch McConnell is ugly. Yes. But I'm like, do I feel comfortable saying that because of his politics? And I feel like it's okay to say it. But if you like, what if he was like the nicest? What if he was a right? It would literally change everything. It would literally change it all. But I think if you gave me a headshot of Mitch McConnell, I might be like, that's an ugly man. (laughs) (laughs) And still, I'm, I'm couching it. I know that I feel safe saying that because of his politics, but I don't think he can be the sole person whose photo I look at and go like, that's kind of ugly. Can I bring in an elephant? Really good point. In this room, please. Yeah. I would say we're all seven and up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, so I like, you know, I I know this is an audio Mm -hmm. podcast, but like, I mean, this is, a real hot room. We yeah. got sevens you know, in the house. Like, sevens on the mic. Yes. I mean, like, truly. So it's like, who are we to judge? I mean, you know, who, like, of course we, we're going to be a little discriminant. Mm-hmm. We, we got the goods. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, we, we can wear elastic sweatpants, you know? Like, that's right. Um, that is, we can yeah. pajama onesies. That you know is true. We at least have enough confidence in our looks to test, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I can go on here and talk crusty breast milk. I, I did not mean to open with that. I feel like that was a little strong, you no, know, but no, is, this great. is the weird gross You know where you are. You know podcast. where you are. But like, I do wonder if I was a lot more insecure and if mm-hmm. society had confirmed that about me, I wouldn't be coming in hot with crusty. That yeah. word. That, part, that word would leave my vocabulary. I would never like, because it's too close. It's too close. It's a really good yeah. point. Imagine Mitch McConnell talking about crusty anything. Oh, it's, ooh. I'm sorry I did that to you all. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're we're also just sort of like, it's an impossible thing to know what we think. What is the context, like their politics? What have we been fed to believe is anything like sexy or ugly? And I just love the idea of like learning something new about someone and they literally transform Mm -hmm. either more positively or negatively. Yes. That, That to me is like, I'm excited to be alive because of that reason, because- Whatever you thought at the beginning, you can't even connect. If you thought they were like sexy, ugly, whatever, once you like them or don't like them for whatever, the next fact you learn, you just you never know how hot 
that potential prom queen could be until her glasses come off. You, you never guys. know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery. You can't see her. She's invisible. That's right. She's and then, not here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, we got another fun segment. Yeah, we got a quick fun segment <laughs> called Get Something Off Your Chest. Uh, we did it in the live show, and you would say something that you've been holding on to, some scars, uh, emotional experience, something that you haven't told anybody, uh, a truth, and it would be a supportive environment uh, where you would share it, and we would say, you're gross, and that's okay. And so we're going to bring it to the podcast. Hell yeah. And we are opening it up to listeners to be able to share something, because it feels good no matter where you are to just unburden yourselves. Yes. And... The world is still the same, even when you are no longer holding that secret, which yeah. is nice. Uh, and we never ask anyone to do anything we're not comfortable doing ourselves. So um, I'll get it going. Yeah. I just recently ended a, like a little uh, relationship that I knew it was about six months long. And a part of me knew it was not good the whole time. <laughs> And now you all point at me and say, you're You're gross gross and and that's that's okay. okay. Thank you. That's a good one. Mm. I feel better. Um, That's great. Somebody was over at my apartment and she would go to use the restroom. My cats would go and wait by the door. And I was like, what the hell? They don't do that when I go to the restroom. And then I realized (laughs) I don't close the door because I live independently. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they are just allowed to come in. The other day I was peeing. And my cat Midge started swiping at the stream uh, <gasps> of my pee. And oh my I was telling my friend that. And I was like, Midge started swiping at my pee and she started laughing. And she's like, how did you wash it off? And I was like, wash it off? <laughs> <laughs> You're gross and, and that's okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, a litter box Cats are used to walking around. Yeah. <laughs> Leland, no pressure, but do you have something you'd like to share? Um, yes. Uh, thinking about it just now. And also, I'd like to say this to be able to normalize things about pregnancy and yeah. postpartum and stuff. I've pooped my pants more <laughs> in the last <laughs> six months than I have my whole life. <laughs> and peed them. The, you know, like all, the, the muscles go for a rough ride yeah. when you... Push a child out. Sure. That's an and, important one. And like, it just got to the point. It was it was often enough, not all the time, but it was often enough where I would tell my husband, um, just be like, oh, I peed myself. And he just, without batting an eye, just resume what he was doing and go, ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how common it was. No longer alarming news. Uh, or like, oh, darn it. <laughs> just oh, in like sweet sympathy. That's very sweet. You're, You're gross, gross and, and that's, that's okay. okay. Thanks, friends. Oh, and we, very excitingly, get to hear some more from some listeners. Can we hear some from you guys out there? We want to know what you got. Okay, so one summer during fly season when the flies arrive, and if they get in your apartment, it's very hard to get rid of. (laughs) I just had so many flies in my apartment. They were all over the place that I just, I gave up. I lost that summer. However, (laughs) one night I was cleaning Um, Just pour myself a glass of wine and clean my apartment. And I shook off my kitchen mat and just all these 
maggots and fly eggs fell off of it. Hundreds and hundreds of maggots onto this rug. And then they just were all over the place and I had to clean them up. And then I had also had a floor rug, I mean a, a front door rug. That had all these maggots. I was just living in a maggot tent. And I almost threw up. And I didn't want to tell anybody. But here we are. Listener, you're, you're gross, gross and, and that's, that's okay. okay. Oh, starting with a bang from the listeners. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Um, just to say, I have also just given up with some spiders in an old apartment that I had. There was a whole family of spiders that I just sort of said okay, you can live here. <laughs> uh, so no judgment mm, yeah. at all. Mm -hmm. You know, you forget maggots and flies. They're yeah, related. That's right. <laughs> and we have one more? Yeah, let's listen to one more. Hi, guys. My name is Jack. Um, I'm from Los Angeles. And awesome. I just wanted to confess to the time that I accidentally ate a dog treat. <laughs> this was about a few years ago. I was going through this Ritz cracker obsession phase, and I had about a bundle of Ritz crackers, and then I dropped them and they shatter on the kitchen counter. So I didn't want to get cheated out of a good, you know, three or four crackers. So I decided to sweep up the crumbs, and I eat it. And, you know, I'm not really thinking, because, you know, the counter's pretty clean. And I get, like, this weird, meaty, smoky aftertaste that Ritz crackers don't really have. And so I look back at the counter, and I realize that there were actually very large crumbs of dog treats that I used to uh, break the dog treats in half for my 13-year-old beagle. And I realized I put two and two together. I ate a dog treat. <laughs> and, yeah, that's my little story. Thank you for letting me get this off my chest. Um, much love from Los Angeles. Peace out. Wow. Jack, Jack, Jack you're, you're gross, gross and that's okay. okay. Wow. I mean, if I had a nickel. <laughs> I can't. That was incredible. That was really incredible. And a name share. Yeah. That's Not necessary <laughs> if, uh, if anyone's interested in doing this in the future, but it's pretty fucking metal, Jack. Yeah, that yeah, ruled. I cool. appreciate those. From Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. From Los Angeles. Yes. I just can't stop thinking about how Lelon and her son are pooping their pants and just being cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. we we uh, Both are true. We're both pooping our You're pants. You're both. And, and, you know, people need to know. Yeah. <laughs> ah, shucks. <laughs> um, incredible. Lelon. You're the coolest and the best guest ever. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. you so much. Really, Thank you. You made this episode the best. Ugh. This was the first episode of We're Gross. We, we show, show whole. whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Thanks for listening to We're Gross. We show whole. We're your hosts, Gilly Nisim and Jake Jabor. Special thanks to our guests today, Lilan Bowden. We're Gross is an Earwolf production produced by senior producers Cassie Jerkins and Scott Sonny. Our audio engineers are Jordan Duffy, Rich Garcia, and Alex Gonzalez. Listen to Earwolf Presents to hear new shows by your favorite comedians. Tell your friends. We're, We're gross, gross and that's okay. This is another cool thing that we get to do now that this is a podcast. Podcast. We're going to come up with the segment that we're going to do next week. Yeah. And uh, that is, again, how Jake and mine's friendship has developed over time is we hang out and we talk about our feelings and then turn it into a show somehow. Yeah. Well, we're doing relationships next yeah, week. Yeah, relationships, the theme. the theme. And should we say the guest? Yeah. The guest is 
Your dad. My dad, Mark <laughs> Jabor. The first thing that pops in the head with relationships and your dad is like quizzing your dad on like filling in the blank of a memory. Oh. Like, are there things he said to you that stuck with you? And then we find out that it was not even a moment. Oh, that's him. great. <laughs> oh, that's I, I love that idea. Well, we're focusing on family relationships. Mm -hmm. And I, I it was making me think like, oh, moving closer. And, you know, we were talking about living situations and stuff. And I was like, is there something in the field for you of like, what do you think your roommates would say? Do you think your roommates would all say the same thing about you? Do you oh, think? Your early roommate, like, I don't know how to. Yeah, 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 yeah. The progression. Know. Or is there something that I wonder if they would all say that you do? <laughs> so uh, I was like. Like observing? Yeah. Like uh -huh. it, I, oh, when funny. I lived with Ryan, we'd have bowls of ice cream at night, like while watching television. And I was like, isn't it funny that guys like to have like a little treat before bed? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, <laughs> you and I, we have like a little ice cream. And I was like, in college. I lived in two places and my mm -hmm. roommates in both of those places would have like little treats before bed. And he's like, I didn't start doing that until you moved in. He's like, it's not guys. It's, it's you. You are the you keep me <laughs> like, hey, let's have some treats before bed. And I was like, oh, I thought it was like something we all did. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah, that's that's like a, a guy did tell me guys like it when you tug on their balls. <laughs> And I tugged so many balls and I tugged. So that night I tugged his balls. He's like, no, guys like it when you tug on their balls hard. So I tugged on his balls hard and then I tugged on the next guy's balls hard. And I tugged so many balls until a man looked at me and said, ow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not guys. It's some guys. It's guy. it's some it was guy. that guy. It's guy. <laughs> it's guy. Oh, boy. Yeah. So pull them. Like, we'll come up with a list of questions of like, what weird shit have you seen this girl do? Yeah. And see if there's any overlap. Maybe yeah. There's something you're doing that you don't know that you're doing. Yeah. Do you want to know that? Maybe you don't no, want to No, I, I think it would be good, but it would be funny if it's sort of just like, uh, now I'm in a fight with four <laughs> friends that I'm in a pretty good place with. <laughs> I do I don't think. Stir the pot. No, you're right, though. Roommate relationships are different than friendships and need to be sort of tended to as such. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, excited to see what we, we did <laughs> what it. we do. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you made it all the way to the end, you're a beautiful person. If you're not hearing this voice, go to hell. Earwolf Presents is produced by Earwolf, Amelia Chapelo, and Cody Fisher. And of course, podcast daddy Colin Anderson himself. The Earwolf Presents series is hosted by the one and only myself, Jaquise Neal. And our theme music was engineered and sung by the amazing Jordan Duffy. Special thanks and shout outs to Jeff Gross and Aaron Nestor. And for more information on Earwolf Presents, visit Earwolf.com and follow us at Earwolf on all social platforms. Save big money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards. We have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Save big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.